Welcome to the Focus Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that it inspires you and gives you a fresh perspective. Enjoy the sermon. Hallelujah. To God be the glory for all that he has done. He is risen. He is risen. I want to see in the comment section, he is risen indeed. My name is Mike Santiago. I have the privilege of being the lead pastor of an incredible church. It's called Focus Church. It's uh, based in Raleigh, North Carolina, but we are currently global. We are all around the world. Anywhere with a cell signal, anywhere with an internet connection, we are coming at you live from Destiny Drive. And here's what I want you to do right now. In the comments section, here's what I want to hear from. I want to hear from anyone that has ever served in a volunteer role. I want you to find an emoji that represents your role of serving. So if you serve in the nursery, find the baby emoji. If you serve on the safety team, find a shield or a sword, because I think they took out the pistol emoji. Uh, if, 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 you, if you serve in, in the offering, if you, if you are one of our experienced hosts, find the dollar sign or, or a, a chicken bucket, maybe a chicken leg if you are a, a, an usher or an experienced host. If you're an experienced host that greets, maybe you'll find the handshake emoji. If you are technically savvy enough at, at all of our locations, in every all of our living rooms today, I want to see an emoji that represents where you serve because I think it's so important. I want to thank all of those that are serving uh, our church, man. There are so many people behind the scenes working right now. There are nine other people plus me right now, six feet away, making sure that you can see this live stream, that you can engage with us. We are also being joined by the Assemblies of God worldwide on their page, and so I just want to welcome them. Thank you all for joining us from around the world. Uh, millions of believers are a part of our tribe and a part of our movement, the Assemblies of God, and it's an honor to be able to bring God's Word on Resurrection Sunday. Uh, it's going to be an incredible time. If you need a chance to go ahead and grab a copy of God's Word, maybe you have a coffee table Bible or maybe you have a Bible on your nightstand handy, you can go ahead and grab that. And, and as you're grabbing that, I want you to turn with me uh, to today's passage, which is going to be in Mark 16. But before we go to Mark 16, I want to let you know we're doing something very special this Wednesday night. We are hosting a baptism service at Pause, our prayer experience. We are baptizing one person right here from Destiny Drive. I want to encourage you to tune in live at 7 p.m. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be baptizing. And if you want to be baptized in a couple of weeks or in the in the weeks to come, all you have to do is to go to twointhetank.com. All you have to do is, is uh, send us an email, hello at focus.church. We would love for you to uh, experience life change in a tangible way. And we would love for you to join us for pause on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. Also, all of our life groups have gone virtual. You can go to findyourlife.group and you can join a virtual life group. All of my life group leaders in the house, in the comment section, just go ahead and, and let them know I'm a life group leader. If you want to join my Zoom call, come on and Zoom with me. Focus Kids Experience will be happening right after today's service for your kids. So be sure to get them in close and around the screen and and uh, enjoy Easter together. Last night we had an incredible time as a family praying and watching uh, the Jesus production by Sights and Sound Theater from Branson, Missouri and in Pennsylvania. And uh, we're, we, just, we just enjoyed that so much. Uh, Easter is a distinct, distinct privilege because uh, it is one day where we uh, really highlight that which we stand on all year round. He's alive. He's been alive and he will be alive. 
And so Easter is just our way of highlighting something that we live out 365 days a year. And uh, I, I, I want to I start with you today by just sharing with you my favorite movie. Does anyone like movies? Does anyone like movies? In the comment section, I want you to put your favorite movie uh, that you can, that you're allowed to tell the preacher, because I'll look at the comments later. And so I don't want to see no, no Fight Club in there, no Rated R movies. But, you know, what is your favorite movie? You know, uh, my, my favorite movie, I want to see your favorite movie in the comments. Let me find some of these favorite movies. I'm going to I'm gonna look at the comment section. Right now, we have uh, over, over 250 people streaming right now. We have currently, there's over 1,000 comments. And so here's, here's what I want. I want, I want to know um, what your favorite movie is, what your favorite movie is. What's your favorite movie? People are watching. People are logging on. People are commenting. I'm waiting on the, the, the delay to catch up. What is your favorite movie? Inception, favorite movie. Oh, Casablanca, favorite movie. That's amazing. Casablanca is a good movie. The Five Heartbeats, never heard of it. Probably should look at it. Uh, is there a Cake Life Group? Uh, never heard of that movie either. Uh, Love and Basketball. I don't watch the same movie more than once. Oh, Cruz. Gladiator, that's a good one. Really good one. Um, Let's see what else. Sweet Home Alabama. That's a good one, too. Our favorite movie. If you're just joining us, go ahead and share the stream, The Ten Commandments. Someone, someone loves The Ten Commandments. Praise God. I don't have a favorite movie, but I love the Marvel movies. Awesome. Shawshank Redemption. That is one of my favorites. Uh, Kay Ferg in the comment section. That is one of, uh, that's a very good movie. W one of my favorite movies is, is The Truman Show, starring Jim Carrey. The Truman Show, uh, st starring Jim Carrey, it is my all-time favorite movie. I've owned it on VHS. I've owned it on uh, DV Dizzle. And I bought it uh, on uh, Apple Movies. I've owned it in three different formats. That's how old I am. And uh, I, I love it so much because it just, it, it shows, it has plot twists. He's living in an alternate reality where everyone is in on the joke except for him. Everyone is in on the gig except for him. My, my other favorite movie is called The Prestige. It's a really good movie. The Prestige is so good that in college, I, uh, I watched it three times in the movie theater in one day. So I, I just paid once and stayed in the theater and watched it three times. I don't know how I had nine hours of available time, but uh, I, that, that was my favorite movie in college, The Prestige. It was incredible. It was awesome. The Prestige is a movie set in the late 1890s, and it ends with a plot, plot twist so strong that the moment the credits roll, you have to re-watch the movie because what is revealed at the end changes everything about the first 90 minutes. Oh, I came to preach to somebody today. I'm not going to give you any spoilers about that movie this morning, but I recall watching the movie three times in the movie theater in one day, and that's why I obviously struggled having friends in college because I was just watching movies by myself all day. But what I love about Easter is that there's the ultimate plot twist and it gives validity to the ministry of Jesus. It gives validity to hundreds of years of prophecy. It gives validity to so many things because when, when Jesus was raised from the dead, 
it changed everything. And so you have to rewatch the story. You have to rewatch the movie because everything that you thought was an idea became a reality. Everything that you thought could have been actually happened. Everything that he said he was going to do, he did. And when it happened, it was the most incredible plot twist in history. It changed the way that we tell time. We tell time before Christ or after Christ. The plot twist that changed time. Now here's what I know, is every time I look at Easter, something new is revealed. Every time I look at the Easter story, something fresh comes to mind. It never gets old. It never gets old. Every time I look at the resurrection narrative, something fresh shows up. It's better than a movie because movies were made for entertainment, but Jesus died for our eternity. So if you're here today joining us and maybe you don't do church very often, this is your first time to church in a long time, I want to let you know this is an incredible time to be alive. This is an incredible time to be a part of the local church. And if you are someone that is a part of our church, I, I want you to know that the plot twist is also for you. It's for both of us. It's for both people that love the Lord and, and people who have yet to find the Lord. The plot twist is for all people. The plot twist happens in Mark 16. If you have a copy of God's Word, Mark 16 today says this, Saturday evening when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene and Mary mother of James and Salome went and purchased burial spices so that they could anoint Jesus' body. They were worried about preserving the body but they didn't know that there was about to be a plot twist. They were buying items to preserve something that was not dead. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other, I love this question, who will roll the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? Who will roll the stone for us? from the entrance of the tomb. There was something between them and their Lord that they could not do themselves. But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside. What they thought they were going to have to deal with had already been dealt with. What they thought that they were going to have to work for had already been taken care of. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. The women were shocked. But the angel said, don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He isn't here. Oh, I came to tell somebody in the comment section, you should just put, he isn't here. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body, past tense. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter. I've preached about that before, how the gospel message includes you. No matter how far you've gone, no matter what you've done, no matter how far you've strayed from the Lord, if it includes Peter, it includes you. Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died. Lord, thank you for your word. Use it over the next several minutes as we share together from all over the world. 
hundreds of people watching, thousands of people in and out of this stream, and I just want to pray a special blessing over them. If they get a glimpse of your glory, if they get a glimpse of the gospel today, may it be something that they can cling to forever. If they get just a little glimmer of hope in, the, in their situation, if they just get a little bit uh, closer to you, then we've done our job. I pray that we would see the plot twist and how it pertains to our purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. John, just stay with me today. There are three W's, W, 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 that I'd like to bring to you today in a message that I've titled The Watch Party. That's what we're having right now all over uh, YouTube, all over Facebook, all over EasterAtFocus.com. We're having a watch party. There's currently uh, a, a 1,248 people commenting. There's currently 239 people on the stream right now. I'd love for you to share this if you just jumped on. And, and I want to let you know, we're, ho we're hosting a watch party. Why are we hosting a watch party? Why are we watching? Why are we watching? And I want to let you know, we are watching because God is working. The first observation is God's work, His work. The first W is work. Work, 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 work. Y'all know that song? Go ahead in the comment section. Work, 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 work. His work. His work is what we're watching. They thought that they were going to have to work to move the tomb, but God was already at work. God is already at work in your situation right now. Here's the deal. The work has been finished for you, but he's not done with you. The work has been finished for you, the work of grace, the work of salvation, the work of, of, of saving your soul, but he's not done with you. The work has been finished for you, but he's not done with you. John 17, 1 through 5 says, after saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and, say, and said this, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one uh, uh, you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought you glory to you here on earth by completing the work. Turn to your neighbor in the comment section and say, he's finished the work completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into glory we shared before the world began. God has already completed the work. He has already completed the work of salvation. He's completed the work of grace. He's completed the what, what you needed. He's already finished it. He said on the cross, it is finished. Although he said it is finished, I want to let you know he's not done. What do you mean, Pastor Mike? What do you mean? If he said it is finished, I want to let you know he's not done. He's got more in store for you than you realize. He's got more in store for you than you understand. So although he completed the work on the cross, he is still working on you. It's like my house. My house was built in 1993. The, the builder of my house in 1993 would say, this house is finished. But if you come to my house right now during uh, Project Quarantine, during Remodel 
renovation season, you would know that even though my house is finished, the job is not done. So though your heart and your grace and, 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 and Christ's love for you and his grace for you and his saving grace for you, though it was finished on the cross, he still wants to pour out blessings on you. He still wants to walk with you. He still wants to teach you. That's why he left the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm going to finish the work that God has called me to start by taking away the sins of the world, but I'm not going to leave them at the cross. I'm going to leave them with an advocate, with a comforter. The Holy Spirit will lead them and guide them and show them. Why? Because just because it's finished, doesn't mean he's done. Just because he said it was finished doesn't mean he's done with you. He's not done with you yet. He hasn't given up on you. He hasn't forgotten about you. So his work, if you're taking notes today, it means he's finished. It means that now I can start from a new place. I can start from a new perspective that I don't have to worry about my past, that I can stand on the promises of God's word, that I could start from victory and not trying to strive for victory. So we have his work, his work that was completed on the cross, his work that moved the stone aside that they thought they were gonna have to work for. His work has been complete. Maybe you are trying to insert yourself into what God is trying to do. I wanna let you know today, don't stress about it. It's finished. It's finished. The second W is our worry. We got his work and we got our worry. They're worried about who will roll the stone aside for us. They're worried about how are they going to do what they know they cannot do within themselves. Some of you are watching this broadcast and you're at a point in your life where you've lost all hope and all you do is worry and worry consumes your mind and worry consumes your schedule and worry consumes your conversations and and every text message conversation, it's worrisome. You're always worried and I want to let you know that his work is complete so your worry can cease. Worry is asking questions that God has already answered. Worry is asking questions, who will roll the stone aside? It's already been rolled aside. You don't even know the work that God has done and is doing on your behalf. So do not worry. Since God is the writer of my movie, I don't have to worry because I know how the story ends. This is why Matthew 6, 25 and 26 says, This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food? Currently, I don't know. (laughs) Isn't life more than food? I don't know. I eat a lot right now during quarantine. And your body more than clothing? Aren't you glad you didn't have to shop for Easter this year? Aren't you glad you didn't have to to go and try to get a dress and try to get a suit and try to get a tie and try to get a weave? Aren't you grateful that you don't have to worry? You don't have to worry about food? You don't have to worry about clothing? Look at the birds. Don't they plant or harvest or store food in barns? They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. For your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Don't worry. If the birds of the air have enough to eat, God will supply every single one of your needs. If the birds of, your, of the air have found food, 
you will find food. You will find hope. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. You know what I love about movies is I, I love watching a movie with my friends who haven't seen a movie. Have you ever been the, the, the spectator for the third or fourth time on someone who's watching a movie for the first time? Especially a scary movie. I'm not a big proponent of scary movies, but sometimes it's fun to sit next to someone who's never seen the scary movie before as they're seeing it for the first time. You know where the jumps are. You know where the bad guy's coming from. You know when the, when the floor's going to cave in and they're going to fall into the cistern. Is that what it's called, a cistern? You, you, you know the plot. You know when you, you know how to prepare yourself for the jump. You know how to prepare yourself for the scare. And I want to let you know, I, I've already seen the, the end of the story. And some of you are watching your life like it's been seen for the first time. But I want to let you know that God is the writer of the movie. And I have seen the end. And he is victorious in the end. He went down to Hades and grabbed the keys of death and the grave. So you don't have to worry because he's done his work. You don't have to worry about your finances. He's going to supply all of your needs according to his riches and his glory. You don't have to worry about your family for he will never leave you or forsake you. You don't have to worry. Why? Because he's at work. You don't have to worry because he's at work. He's already seen the end of the movie. So he's not nervous about the next scene. He's not nervous about the next cut. He's not nervous about being surprised. Why? Because not only has he seen the movie, he is the author and perfecter and finisher of your faith. I came to preach to somebody on Easter Sunday that the God of the universe knows the end of your story more than you do. He can tell you about your future more than you can tell me about about your past. He not only is the person that watches your life story, he wrote it. Give God some praise in the comment section today. Give God some praise. Give God some praise in the comment section. Hallelujah. We got his work. We got our worry. And now we have our witness our witness. Verse 7 says, now go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. He doesn't deserve our worry, but he does deserve our witness. He doesn't need our worry, but he could really use our witness right now. How the church responds to the current situation in our globe is so important. That we would not present a worried front, but instead that we would reflect glory back to God and that every season would be a witness season. That every season would be somewhere where we would be able to witness. I, I, I met my neighbors for the first time at a distance, okay, at a distance. But for the very first time, I met my neighbors, James from Canada and my friend from the, the British Isles. I'm, I'm surrounded by international people in my neighborhood, and I'm able to reach them now more than ever because I'm, more, I'm home now more than ever. I'm not going to let this season result in worry. I'm going to let this season result in a witness. And I think it's so important that the church rise up 
that, that, that every chance you get, that you be, be a witness to what God has done, that you be a witness to the empty tomb, that you be a witness to the fact that he is no longer there, but he is alive, that you be a witness to the point that, that everyone you interact with at all times would know that is not a person that worries a lot, that's a person that witnesses a lot. I came to declare that you're a part of a gospel church, a good news church, not a fake news church, but a good news church. I want to let you know today that worry will not be our headline, but that the witness of the empty tomb that we have seen and we know of the goodness of God, that we have seen the empty tomb with our eyes. Were we prepared for something else? Yes, but there was a plot twist. When we arrived there, the tomb was empty and the stone was rolled aside. When we got to where God was taking us to, it wasn't like what we thought it was going to be. And I came to witness to you. I came to be a witness to the fact that the tomb is empty and you don't have to live your life that way anymore. That you don't have to be that way anymore. Why? Because there's been a plot twist. You thought you were going to have to work for it. You thought you were going to have to worry about it. But you don't have to work for it. You don't have to worry about it. All you have to do is witness the glory of God. I want to let you know today, you came to the right place here on the internet. You came to the right place because he's finished the work. He can take your worry, and all you have to do is become a witness to the good things of God. Become a witness. Become a witness today. At the sound of my voice all across the world right now, Many of you are wondering, what would it take to become a witness for Jesus Christ? It's simply to believe in the fact that he is risen, the fact that, he, that the tomb is empty, to believe that God sent his son Jesus to die on that cross, and on the third day, when you walk to that tomb, when you, when you, when you look at that, you believe that he did what he said he did. And I'm a witness to that today, and I'm going to witness to you right now, Jesus is Lord and can become the savior of your life and take away all the sins and all the worry and everything you have. And all I need you to do in the comment section is just type, I need Jesus. Just type, I need Jesus right now in the comment section. If that's you today and you say, I need Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you, you, wanna, you wanna receive Christ and you want to make him Lord of your life. You want all the worry to go away. You want all the anxiety to go away. You want to hear the good news just type, I need Jesus in the comment section right now. Everywhere where people are watching right now, just type in, I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. We want to reach out to you. Our team is ready to reach out to you. Our team is prepared to pray for you in Messenger or on YouTube. And we want to be able to, to reach out to you. Just type, I need Jesus in the comment section. Maybe you're a believer and you already have Jesus in your heart, but you've been trying to work on something that you know God already has handled. I want to pray for you to release that thing, to let it go, to let worry go. Trust me, I'm right there in the same boat. I'm trying to figure out what God is trying to say during this season for our church. If I told you that I, that I didn't have a a time of fear or frustration, if I told you that everything is fine and that I'm, my, my mind is constantly positive and I haven't had moments or lapses in judgment or lapses in questions, I'd be lying to you. But I will tell you this, my faith is stronger than ever. I'm standing on the promises of God. I know that whatever he's trying to teach us in this, we will be developed on the other side to become great, great 
great warriors for the kingdom. I want to pray for you today, all those that are watching, that God would bless you, that he would keep you, and may his face shine upon you. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for those that are tuning in. I just pray that you would meet them right where they are, every apartment, every home, every house, every townhome, every car, every cell phone, every laptop, every tablet. I just pray that you would meet them where they are. Thank you for your goodness and your grace. Thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hey, I want to encourage you just really quickly before we move to our next segment to simply uh, partner with us financially. If God has been good to you, I want to make sure that you know you can go to givetofocus.com or you can mail us a check or you can text to give and you can do all of those things. And uh, we would just love, love, love to be able to uh, celebrate the lives that have been changed with you because of your generosity. So if you'll just let us know uh, that you received Jesus by going to, uh, by writing in the comment section, I need Jesus. And if you want to give, you can go to givetofocus.com. I love you so very much. I miss you. It's not the same. I'm trying my best. I hope y'all, I hope y'all know your boy is trying his best right now, but I miss you very much and we'll be together very soon. I'm going to kick it. Thanks again for joining us, and thank you to those who give generously to make this ministry possible. You can click the link in our description to give now or visit www.givetofocus.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, and hey, while you're at it, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Tag us at My Focus Church. We'd love to hear how God is speaking to you.